If you have kids that work in your business or that could work in your business and are between the ages of 7 and 17 and you are interested in reducing your taxes at all, then this is the podcast for you. I'm actually going to share a really great tip on how to utilize your children as employees in your business and also get some great tax deductions. So listen up. I'm going to go through all the details in today's podcast. Hey friend, welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for tax deductions, how to track your business finances, or QuickBooks tips? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals, but you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really boring? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from my clients who used to feel this way. They feel overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish they could stop the financial madness. They wanted clarity and the ability to grasp the financial basics, know the protocol when they had a question and to stop worrying about owing money to the IRS. But they thought they weren't good with numbers and the overwhelm kept them stuck without any solid financial plan until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence. In this podcast, you will learn step-by-step systems, easy to understand financial tips, and mindset transformation so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur. So dust off your spreadsheet, warm up your coffee, and let's get going. I recently had a listener submit a question on the podcast, which I thought was really great, and I want to share it with you today. So Kim sent an email and said, We're paying our eight and 10 year old kids less than the 12,000 per year for their legitimate work for our business. Do we have to put them on payroll as an employee in the S Corp or can we pay them as if they're contractors and write checks directly to their name? I also read that we should set up a separate management LLC, pay for the kids work to that LLC and then that LLC pays our kids. But our old CPA told me that this LLC is just unnecessary and essentially will add more cost to us in the big picture. Please help clarify. My goal is to put the kids earn income to their Roth IRA. I know you mentioned this in your episode, but I'm unclear how to pay my kids. This is a really great question. And thank you so much, Kim, for sending it in. I really love being able to feature listener questions and get answers to you. So side note, before we dig in, if you have questions that you would love for me to feature, please email me, send them to me. I would absolutely love to feature you uh, and your question on an upcoming episode. So let's dive into Kim's question. Kim has a really valid question here. A lot of times as business owners, our children do things for us. And I think most of the time, you know, we might hate them, but I think a lot of times, as business owners, we just have them do the work. We don't deal with the extra administrative work of actually getting them paid. What we end up doing is losing out on an opportunity to reduce our taxes and also empower our children and create great work ethics in them, which if you think about it, we're entrepreneurs, we know how to work and we know how to work hard. And I think we want our children to also have a really good work ethic. So it really kind of helps create this overall picture that we're working towards. So let's talk about how to do that. What's the best way to pay your children? So her first question is, is can she pay them through her escort? The short answer is yes, you can absolutely do that. Then she asks, can I pay them instead through a family a management company, or she calls it a management company. It's also called a family LLC. So the answer to that is yes, you can do that also. There are two options here. And the family management company or the management company, as she calls it, 
does create a couple more hoops that you have to jump through, but it also does create some additional tax savings as well. So if you, instead of paying them through the S-Corp, you pay them through the Family Management LLC. The S-Corp has to pay some sort of a management fee over to this other entity. It actually doesn't have to be an LLC. It can just be a DBA. It does need to be on your 1040 Schedule C. That is where this is going to show up. And it'll have some sort of a DBA name to it or an LLC name. If you want it more formalized, an LLC is the way to go, but it's just not necessary. The IRS doesn't require that. Now, what you do is you have to figure out how much the S-Corp is going to pay over to your Schedule C. That Schedule C is going to have to have its own bank account. And then that Schedule C is going to pay your kids. Side note, the children need to be between ages 7 and 17 for this to work. Unless they fall into a couple really specific categories of being able to model for the business. Maybe you're a doctor or a dentist or a realtor or something like that, that it's quite common for your family to be a part of advertising. But we're going to go under the assumption that you're not one of those things and you're just kind of a standard business where really the kids need to be between 7 and 17. If you think about it, probably a four-year-old doesn't know how to manage your social media account, right? (laughs) I mean, they might be able to do some really basic things, but honestly, I don't even know that I'd have my, I have a, a daughter who's about to turn three. I don't think I'd have her shred papers like that's just not safe, right? I mean, even something really basic such as that, they probably need to be a little bit older. So it needs to be between that age range. These tasks need to be something that they are doing. She, Kim indicates that these are legitimate things that the kids are doing for the business. So if you check all those boxes, it is legitimate. They're between these ages. You are tracking exactly what they do. You're paying them as if they're a third party and they're not related to you. That's super important as well. They need to be paid on a market rate. Then you figure out how much needs to be moved over into this other entity that's going to report on your Schedule C. That entity then pays your kids. When you pay them that way, you can actually indicate that the kids are exempt from the payroll taxes. They are also not required to have federal tax withheld. And in quite a few states, that also means that they don't have to pay state unemployment tax. And it's possible to not even pay federal unemployment tax. So using this strategy, it's possible that you would have no taxes due at all if you use the Schedule C method, either with just a DBA or a family LLC. Alternatively, if you don't want to go that route and have to have a total separate bank account, you don't have to set up an entire other payroll system because they do still have to get a W-2. You do still have to file 941s to the IRS. Like there is still reporting that has to be done. So if you don't want to have a few other extra steps in there, maybe you're not going to pay them an effort to make sense to go that route. You can totally pay them in your S corporation. If you do it that right way, you will have to pay payroll taxes on them. So you cannot exempt your children from payroll taxes if you pay them inside of your S corporation. You will also have to pay the federal unemployment and the state unemployment that route. So it could cost you a little bit more, but as Kim noted, her CPA indicate, well, there's going to be extra costs and it's probably not going to make a lot of sense to go the other route. If you have multiple children or you're paying them up to the standard deduction, which is a little more than $12,000, then it might make sense because the savings can be so much that that extra administrative burden might make sense. If you've got one child, it may not. Or if that one child only works enough to make three or $4,000 during the year, then I would agree with the CPA that it probably doesn't make sense to have to jump through these extra hoops to avoid and eliminate self-employment tax. 
again, it really is very catered to each taxpayer. Every situation is a little bit different. Everyone's business is a little different. I mean, you really need to look at all of the dynamics and all the details within each situation to figure out if it makes sense for you to go this route. Typically what I do with my clients is when I bring someone on to help them with tax reduction and tax planning strategies, if they meet their criteria, if they've got kids within this range and the business is profitable enough to pay these children, what I do is I like to just present it to them as an option. And then we have a conversation to see, does this really make sense? in reality. It's great theoretically, but in reality doesn't make sense. If you don't want to jump through the hoops, just pay your children through your S-Corp. You still get a reduction in overall taxes. I mean, if you think about it, when you're paying your children and you're putting it into their bank account, even if it's just a few grand a year and you're still having to pay payroll taxes, if you use that money that is in the bank account in their name for their benefit, then you can pay for their private school tuition. You can pay for their sports you know, registration fees and things like that, you can pay for a lot of different things that typically would have come out of your bank account and you can do it through theirs. And that's totally viable. The other thing that you can do is actually set up retirement accounts for your children. Kim mentioned that she wants to set up a Roth IRA for her daughter and that's totally fine as well. So if you think about it, this can be a really powerful strategy. You just need to make sure that you do it properly and do it the right way. As with any strategies that help reduce your overall tax burden with the IRS and even state taxes, you do want to make sure that you do this properly. You want to make sure that you're working with someone who knows what they're doing and that you're not missing some little something. Because if you if you miss even one thing and the IRS audits you, then they could throw out the entire strategy and you can have to pay tax back. And I don't say that to scare you. I say that to, to make sure that you are aware that these things need to be done the proper way. For example, if your child is working for you and they're doing legitimate work for the business, then you need to have a timesheet for them. You need to know what type of work they did when they worked, how many hours that they worked. You know, there's, it's more than just writing them a check. And under audit, you're going to have to produce timesheets for them. And so I just caution you to make sure that you are doing this the right, right way, that you are making sure that you're keeping the right paperwork and that you are proactively handling things before it's ever questioned. And it may not ever be questioned, but I really like to look at things proactively and make sure that all of our decks are in a row long before any questions are asked. So that if the the IRS ever questions anything, we have everything and then we can shut them up as soon as possible, right? That's really what we're looking for. So I hope that this has been helpful to you. Again, this is such a powerful strategy. There are so many ways that your taxes can legally be reduced by leveraging the tax law. And this is just one of them. So if you have questions that you would like featured on a future podcast, please email me. The email address is in the show notes. I would absolutely love to feature your question. I know we're coming into a new year at the time of this recording. That's the week before Christmas. And We're going into a brand new year of 2023, and it's a really great time to do things the right way. So if you've got questions on how to do those things, then shoot me an email. I'd love to feature you. And as always, if you have found value in my podcast, please share it with a friend. I would love nothing more than the education that I am sharing really for free here on the podcast to reach as many people as possible so that you can be armed with knowledge and do things the right way. And with that, thank you so much for being with me today. And I cannot wait until next time.